you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Tuesday, February 28th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Welcome to the pod, my friends. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, still glowing from Ladanian Tomlinson's appearance on yesterday's show. He's kind of a hard act to follow, so I'm not going to ask anybody to even try. On today's show, we'll get NFL coaches and general managers at the Scouting Combine in Indy to step up to a hot mic and sound off on the questions of the day. But what sound will they make? That's the question, isn't it? A joyful tune of clarity or the bloodless drumbeat of filibuster? Here's what we know. Packers GM Brian Gutekunst was asked about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Sean Payton was asked about Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll was asked about Russell Wilson. Curious to know what he had to say about that. And of course, Pete was also asked about the future of Geno Smith and whether or not the Seahawks would consider a quarterback at five. Sitting there at number one, of course, the Chicago Bears and head coach Matt Eberflus was asked about the Bears plan for that pick. No one more interested in the answer than, of course, Justin Fields. That's all coming up. David Carr and LaDainian Tomlinson are back in studio for TA The Broadcast and will give us their thoughts on today's sound. Plus, let's stick a cork in it, shall we? because I reckon we've all spent enough time coaxing hot takes from ourselves and each other about Russell Wilson, the teammate, the wannabe GM in pads, the alleged attempted coach slayer. Because look, guys, no acts of outrage and self-righteousness will change the truth about this man. And yes, let's remember that the Aaron Rodgers and the Kyler Murrays and the Russell Wilsons of the world are human beings at last check. Maddening at times, yes, but also miraculous at other times. They are fallible flesh and blood. And in Russell's case, he's a Super Bowl winner. 
should have two rings to his name. He's highly paid, he's highly regarded, and more to the point, he is the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. So, I for one will put judgment on hold, long overdue there, and ask the only question that really matters in Mile High at this moment. And no, it is not about what Russell Wilson will do or should do about his rep. It is about what Sean Payton will do with Russell's reps. Russell mania, a journey into the realm of the dangerous. Look, next sound on this, courtesy of Broncos new head coach, Sean Payton, who revealed today that he has actually yet to meet with his quarterback in person. To this point, it's been texts and emails only. Payton had this to share. We've spoken text, but um, this is this is the time of the year where these guys are away for, you know, and uh, I've talked periodically with Drew as well. Those guys, I think, live near each other in, in San Diego. Um, and right towards the end, Drew was finally texting me like, hey, if you're going to take this job, please do it because he's wearing me out. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to the start of the season, obviously. Um, certainly for Russell's standards and, and the Broncos' standards. It wasn't the type of year that they wanted. Um, and typically that's why new head coaches arrive. Look, best case scenario, Peyton's going to coach this guy up and bring the best out of him. The question is, what will that look like? David Carr, LT, this one's for you. It's <laughs> actually a really good point. And speaking of why Sean Payton is in the saddle right now, this was sort of a season to forget for Wilson this past one. Across the board, the number, they were down. Biggest one to me is wins. 10.4 is what he averaged in his career up until last season when he had just four victories. David, this is going to be an ongoing conversation. Now, we talked about it yesterday on Total Access. What's going to be the biggest challenge for Sean Payton offensively with working with Russell Wilson? You know, he already really addressed it. He's trying to make Russell one of the guys. And I think that that's the most important thing you can do is you, you remove him out of the office space that he is upstairs and you put him down with the guys and you and you coach him hard. And that's honestly, that's what every quarterback wants. You want a guy that's honest with you. You want a guy that's going to push you. Russell clearly, I mean, he's not a guy that's not showing up for work. So he's there. He's in the building. I mean, he had an office. That's what they were upset about. So that's that's a good thing. Like, it's not a negative, right? So you can work with a guy that wants to work, and I believe that Russ is that guy. Now, what I saw in film is, is alarming, and it probably alarmed Sean as well because when you see the film, it's kind of it's kind of scary because you got a guy that's a Pro Bowl player, all pro talent, that wasn't playing like that. He had a struggle. He struggled going through his progressions, finding that next guy, and when he did, he was off like there to Gilmore in the end zone. And, you know, he kind of just jogs off, and he's like, yeah, I, I, sh- I should be better than that, and he should be. And I think Sean has got his work cut out for him because – this is not an easy thing. This is not, it's just not just cut and paste. He doesn't, he doesn't do well ripping through his progression. So you're going to have to develop a system which Sean is fully capable of doing that kind of just does the work for you. Pre-snap, identify where you want to go, get the ball out of your hands, get it to your playmaker, and use that run game, LT. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the run game. Look, you've analyzed what Sean Payton was doing when he was in New Orleans. What should Russell Wilson be thinking about offensively from a schematic standpoint on what he's going to be asked to do? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges for Russell is going to be just simply staying on script, playing on script. And that simply means not doing what what he's accustomed to doing in the past, improvising, you know, hitching twice, three times, and then uses his legs to get out of trouble to find someone down the field. Sean Payton's offense doesn't operate like that. You have to be able to hit that back foot and play on time, get the ball out of your hands. Now, the thing that can help that, obviously, is the run game. And we've seen that from Sean Payton's 
teams in the past with the Saints. He typically uses two running backs. And one running back is the thumper, the guy that kind of sets up all that play action and the bootlegs and the neckies. Things that you can utilize uh, for Russell Wilson in this offense. But it has to start with the run game first in order to get the other stuff going for Russell Wilson. Yeah, this is a strong running back class. In fact, yesterday on Total Access, Denver was one of those three teams that you highlighted that said, hey, maybe you should be thinking about a running back. Just for context, Daniel Jeremiah's got 13 running backs right now who have a top three round grade. Problem, at least from a Denver perspective, not a whole lot of draft picks, at least early on in this draft to get it done. And the last word on this goes to Wilson's former coach, Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll, who, according to last week's athletic article, was joined by Seahawks general manager John Schneider in Russell Wilson's crosshairs when, as the story goes, Wilson attempted to get both Carroll and Schneider fired. Now, Russell denies it. Pete Carroll addressed it. Eh, sort of. Um, My response to that is... um a similar response that it's always been with, with the guys that I've coached, that um, I'm always going to hang with them, and I'm never going to leave them, and I'm going to be there at the end of all of the good stuff and all of the bad stuff. I'm going to still be there. And so uh, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm hanging. And uh, it doesn't matter who the guy is. If you, you look at all of the guys that have come to our program, just not go back to the college days, but just here at, at Seattle, regardless of what has happened or has taken place or the things that have been said at all, if you hang with them, it all comes back around. And uh, I like to demonstrate that faith in the relationship and the depth of what we did together and, uh, and hang through whatever the growth challenges bring to, to us along the way. So I'm good. Incidentally, Carroll wasn't just asked about the Seahawks quarterbacking past. He was, of course, asked about their quarterbacking future. What is his level of commitment to Geno Smith after a career comeback year from Geno Smith? And would he use the fifth overall pick on a quarterback? Cue the confusion. There's a lot invested in, in Gino, and Gino's invested a lot in us. I think my favorite part of it is though is how he handled it. You know that he was able to take this moment and and capture it. And he uh, you know he opened up to the club in, in terms of his leadership opportunities and and. Uh, and it was almost impeccably handled. It was like it was orchestrated just right out of the book, just exactly like you would like it to be. So it was really fascinating to see it and uh, thrilling to be a part of it. And uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, we're working hard to you know, keep it going. We are totally connected to the quarterbacks that are coming out. Um, this is a really huge opportunity for us. Um, it's a rare opportunity. We, you know, we've been drafting in the low 20s for such a long time, you just don't get the chance at these guys. So we're deeply involved with all that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy at your service, and it is time now to turn to a moment or two or three of combine prep, the NFL scouting combine, of course, in Indianapolis. And don't forget, NFL Network and NFL Plus are your home for the 2023 NFL scouting combine presented by Noble. On-the-field drills start Thursday at 3 p.m. with the defensive line and linebackers taking center stage. And of course, it concludes on Sunday with the running backs and the offensive linemen. Everyone else, including quarterbacks, wideouts, D-backs, and special teamers are in between. Now, a quick reminder of the top 10 in the NFL draft, at least how it looks at this moment. Drafting number one overall, the Bears. Two, the Texans. In the third slot, the Arizona Cardinals. The Colts pick fourth. The Seahawks, the aforementioned Seahawks, courtesy of that trade for Russell Wilson, have the fifth pick. The Lions pick sixth. The Raiders pick seventh. The Falcons pick eighth. The Panthers pick nine. The Eagles pick tenth. On that list, you could point to one, two, three, possibly four, five, six, seven. Six or seven of the top 10 teams do have questions, legitimate, large, unanswered questions at quarterback. Keep that in mind. But let's start with the number one overall pick. What will the Bears do with it? Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus had this to say earlier today in Indianapolis. All options are open. You know, all options are open for us. We have tremendous flexibility because we have that number one pick, because we have um, all that, you know, revenue inside of that uh, free agency. So I think that uh, right now we leave everything open and look at all options. You know, you can stay there right at one and pick, you know, if you got a great player that you like and or you can trade back, you know, as far as you need to, you know, to get as many picks as you want. And uh, those are all the options that Ryan and I are looking at right now. And uh, and uh, he's certainly he's a very busy man this week talking to the agents and all that stuff. But uh We'll figure that out as we go. We got 58 days or so, but uh, we'll figure that out. So, in summation, the Bears could make moves in free agency, or they could not. And in the draft, they could use the pick, or they could trade the pick. Very interesting. And thank you for clearing that up. 
Look, to be fair, as LT called it this morning, this isn't the scouting season, it's the lying season. So even if Matt Eberflus had been more forthcoming, we'd probably be asking ourselves if we could even believe what he said. So fair play to the man. In his case, probably a good idea to keep those cards exactly where we cannot see them. So the word from the Bears was hardly illuminating, hardly surprising, leaving Mike, David, and LT to read between the lines. It's like smoke screens all over the place. All right, here we go. Daniel Jeremiah released his mock draft 2.0, which is on NFL.com right now. No trades in DJ's mock. He does have the Bears selecting Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, but obviously so much buzz around what the Bears are going to do with this pick. Are they a team that thinks about moving on from Justin Fields? Do you build around him? LT, to me, this is your truth teller, so I don't expect you to lie to me, but this is, it feels like the time of year where Pinocchio's nose starts growing the more people around the league you talk to. Yeah, you know what? And you're right, Yam. Uh, I, I hear everything, but I believe nothing from these executives. You know what I mean? I listen, but I believe nothing. And it's like the art of war, right? Never allow your enemy to know exactly what you're thinking or know your hand. And that's exactly what's going on now. And why would you? If you're in Chicago's position right now, leave everything on the table. Don't allow other teams to know exactly what you plan on doing, especially two months out from the draft. But let's be serious here, okay? At the end of the day, you have a franchise quarterback, I believe, right now in the building, in Justin Fields. I don't believe you get rid of one franchise quarterback hoping that you draft another one. So do the smart thing, please, will you? Trade back, acquire some picks, and build this football team around Justin Fields. Yeah, David, what about for you, man? Like, how do you assess what Chicago should be doing knowing that they do have a talented quarterback? Well, I do believe him when he says that all options are open, and that's the concerning thing. I hope that he's had the conversation with Justin Fields because if he is your franchise guy as you go forward, you got to make sure that he feels confident about that. You can't be in a situation where you got, you know, you're hearing one thing in the media and you're just kind of sitting out there guessing as a young quarterback. You want to have that confidence. You want to feel like your team has your back. So hopefully they've done that. But yeah, all options are, are there. I mean, I, I love the fact that they're in Chicago. I agree with LT. I think you can run the football, play good defense. The wild card here is Eberflus didn't draft him, you know, and, and so you just never really know. He's not their guy, but he's kind of transitioned into their guy. I think the Chicago Bears fans would love to have him. He's a fantastic player, build a good offense, a strong run game around him and let him develop into a great franchise player. Yeah, what's going to be fascinating is if they do stick with Justin Fields, you trade out of that spot, get some more assets. There are a lot of holes, especially on the the defensive sides. Last in the NFL in terms of sacks, that is a massive problem. They had 50 less sacks than the Eagles, who I know were historically good this year, but 50 less sacks, that's going to be a problem here. We interrupt this podcast to bring you three players on LaDainian Tomlinson's Combine watch list. And he's not just a Combine vet, he's an NFL Hall of Famer. So I reckon he knows what he's talking about. We got a lot of prospects that are getting ready to have their best interviews of their life. And I'm going to start with a guy named Zay Flowers, a guy from Boston College. And most people are going to bring up his height, but I don't worry about that. Look at the skill set. Get the ball in his hands. He's a, a dynamic runner when the ball is in his hands. He fits today's NFL. Now you get him on the little pivot route. He reads the covers. Now look at this. Watch this. Uh, out and then up. This is beautiful. Gets the defensive back turned around. Now he's going to catch that ball. And guess what? You're not going to catch it. Watch this. He's going to take this ball off Ooh. this man's helmet. Are you kidding me right now? 5'9"? Are you sure? Zay Flowers is a beast. I'm telling you, people. Now, Joey Porter Jr. I played against his father. But this young man can ball. He's a corner. 6'3". 
215 pounds, he's great in press coverage. You tell he can get his hands on receivers, reroute them. He's he's quick to the ball. He's a great tackler. When he's playing off, he can come downhill and and really close quickly, break up the football. He's an excellent player. He's gonna make a great pro. And then Devon. A-Chain. Yeah. You know, I, I like this young man. I've been watching him since high school, guys. He's from Texas. And you think about the size. That's what people are going to think about. But this guy is a running back, but he's a sprinter. Actually played, I mean, was a sprinter on Texas A&M Sprint Relay Team, an All-American. What does that mean? That means that translates to speed in the NFL. Once he gets the ball in his hands, catching it, running it, this guy's a tough tackle. He can take it to the house. And I believe, I really believe, he can fit in a lot of offense. Yeah. So if you don't get a, a guy like Jameer Gibbs early in the draft, second round, Devon H.A. might be a guy you can get in the late third, fourth round. We continue this scouting section of today's episode with David Carr assuming the role of Houston Texans general manager. Now, David, as you recall, was famously the very first selection that Houston Texans franchise ever made. They used the number one overall pick to take him. And now he has a vision of perfect planning for his old team, who in this very moment are scheduled to draft second and 12th in April 27th's first round. David Carr, the future and the mic are yours. Be the GM. I will be, David, your assistant general manager. You will handle business for a Houston team that you know all too well. Just for the exercise here. Two picks in the first round, two and 12. We're only talking about offensive players here. So at two, which way are we leaning? I mean, you get a chance to draft Bryce Young. I think you do it. I don't care if he's 5'6 or 6'6. What I see on film is a dynamic, strong playmaker. So how does that transfer? It just transfers, especially with this offense. Bobby Sloak's going to come in from San Francisco. He was their passing game coordinator. Him and D'Amico have been together for six years. They're going to run that system. So you want a guy that can be a dynamic playmaker. I think he's going to take this offense to the next level. You have to have good offense. you got to have good quarterback play, and he does everything well. He's going to be a perfect fit in this system. All right, once again, I asked you to stick with the offensive players. Some of the mocks on NFL.com do have with that 12th pick, Houston going with the defensive player. But are you thinking offense here? I am, yeah. I think Jordan Addison is perfect for this offensive system. Wide receiver, dynamic playmaker from USC. You can take Brandon Cooks out. Yeah, go ahead, Yammer. I think he's wanted out for a while, right? He's been a guy that's kind of wanted his way out. He'll go find greener pastures. You plug Jordan Addison in, you got a good young receiver. I mean, look at this. The wide receiver route tree is open everywhere. He can go inside, he can go outside, and in this offensive system, he's going to be asked to do a lot of these different things. Take the top off the coverage when you can, make plays on the football, watch his double move. They run a ton of these in San Francisco. They're going to do it in Houston. Does a great job with his eyes, selling it, tracks the football, finds it, and then he can make plays after the catch. The coach almost beat him down the field, by the way. That was a great clip. (laughs) And then this double move here, again, down the middle. Now he's in the slot again. Great patience. Great run after the catch on these screens. This is going to be utilized a lot. You think about Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, they use that a lot in San Francisco. I think Jordan Addison's perfect for this offensive system along with Bryce Young. Thank you, David. We now finish the scouting section of today's episode with the players that David and LT are most excited to see at this week's Combine, starting with, you guessed it, a couple quarterbacks. Take me through Levis's game and what he can do on the field. Yeah, Will's great. I love watching him. His tape's fun because he throws it like he's throwing a Nerf turbo. We've talked about this before. The ball whistles when he throws it. It almost feels like he's just throwing a baseball out there. So I love it because he reminds me of a guy like Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen had big time throw power. So you watch him at the combine. He's going to blow some people away. 
with his arm ability. But I love his toughness also. Now, he had some turnovers. He had some sacks. You know, you question whose fault all these were. You got to sit down with him. You got to talk to the kid. You got to walk through the protections with me. Tell me what you know. I love his athleticism. So he plugs into really any system. If you find a guy like this with the moxie that he has, the athleticism, the big arm, you can mold him into almost any system in, in the NFL. By the way, David, uh, Nerf Turbo with the whistle. Did you have one of those? Because I, I, something I tells me when I threw it, it barely whistled. When you were throwing it, all the neighbors were probably asking for you not to throw the football anymore. Um, one guy who also is, is a pretty nasty athlete, Anthony Richardson. And actually, his draft stock has really risen here. You kept saying in our meeting, I like this guy. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. During the football season, I'm watching a lot of NFL football. But I have recently started to watch Anthony Richardson, and I cannot stop watching the kid. I mean, he is tremendous. His film just jumps out at you. I mean, obviously the arm talent is there, and he's explosive that way. But his physical ability running the football and how he stays alive, this is Bryce Young stuff. This is Kyler Murray. This is some of the top guys in the league that you, you see this pocket mobility. I mean, he's been he's been working on this, and then he can create. And this is a fun kid because you can do this stuff too. You can power run. You can go Jalen Hurts style. And honestly, that's my comp. When I watch him, I think that he's probably even a more explosive version of Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen has developed into a great player, and Anthony has a lot of work to do be, to become what Jalen Hurts is now. But coming out of college – you can say that this type of skill set was what we saw a lot of Jalen and what he had as far as what he could bring to the table. So, man, get him with a quarterback whisperer, get him in the right system. The, the world is your oyster if you can develop this kid. Mozzie Smith, why do you think he's a guy that could rise? Yeah, I think Mozzie is a guy that uh, he's a big, powerful man, about 6'3", 330, but he still has a level of quickness to him. And here's the thing, to be quite honest, as teams put more – Quick guys on the defensive side of the ball, on the field, cornerbacks, safeties, linebackers. There's still that element where you need these big guys, particularly short yardage, goal line. Mozzie is, is going to be a guy that's going to be a premium. They're going to need him. Yeah. Speaking of quick guys, LT, Tank Dell from Houston. I, yeah. I want to see how fast this kid runs because when you watch the film, he's so explosive. I mean, punt return, kick return, down the field, taking the top off the coverage. I mean, this guy runs 4-2-4-3, which is crazy. But if you look at the film, I mean, he's got some mad quickness and he can get after it as far as when he opens that stride up. So I'm curious to see what this guy runs. All right, David, who's that guy you cannot wait to see this week? Anthony Richardson, man. Ooh. He's going to blow the roof off the combine. I can't wait to see him. I think he's going to be one of those guys that sends scouts scrambling for their clipboards and their clickers. Yeah, Darnell Washington, tight end from Georgia, man. This guy's the biggest tight end I've ever seen in my life. But he's quick and athletic. I can't wait to see him work out. And, yeah, you see this game, I'm still having nightmares from this national <laughs> yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And finally, from the general manager of the Green Bay Packers, Brian Gutekunst, a mostly non-answer about Aaron Rodgers, but he paired that with a mostly fascinating and potentially revealing answer about Jordan Love. Check this out. Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward. I mean, we've, you know, changed some texts and things like that, but we haven't had a chance to speak yet. You know, we're going through our process as normal. um, So obviously free agency is coming up here. That's an important, uh, you know, part of what we're doing. So it'd be nice to have some answers before then. But uh, until we have any conversations, we're, we're still in a good spot. Jordan's done a great job, worked really hard. We're excited about him. You know, I think, you know, I've expressed to a lot of people that he needs to play. That's the next step in, in his progression. But his opportunities are going to increase this year. And, um, you know, it's, it's incumbent on him to kind of come in in the best shape possible just because those opportunities are going to be there and he needs to take advantage of them. And we're excited about that. Ooh, leaning towards the young fellow, who, by the way, is not all that young, heading into his fourth season as an NFL starter. Change, never easy for anyone. David, from a Green Bay perspective, if it is Jordan Love, should the Packers organization be at least a little worried about moving on from a Hall of Famer? I don't know. I don't really hear the worry. I hear like, let's step on the gas pedal here, Aaron Rodgers, and let us know what's happening. We're at the combine. We're trying to figure out what our team's going to look like. We need some communication. So that's that's a tough position to be in. You can almost hear it in his tone with Brian was speaking. It was like, we want to go with Jordan, but we still like Aaron if he wants to be a part of this team. But they got a lot of young players that they got to develop. You could hear him almost slip up a little bit and say Jordan's his opportunities are going to be there, which means... We plan on him being the guy. I mean, I really do. I, th- I have said that Aaron Rodgers, I believe, is going to retire or restructure his contract and move on. I think it's Jordan Love's time. I think he's shown a lot in the last couple of years, especially last year when he got a chance to play. His mannerisms mannerisms are becoming more and more like Aaron Rodgers, and that's kind of what you look like. You, know, you look at, like, this guy is developing into a very fundamentally sound quarterback that plays with this, in this system extremely well. So he has all the physical tools. It was just a matter of playing. So you could hear Brian talk about, we need to get him on the field. He needs to develop some reps with his guys. And I I feel like they actually believe they can put a good team around him, especially with the cap space. I mean, if they're able to unload Aaron Rodgers at some point, 
you can put some big time players around Jordan and really help him develop. LT, you told me a little bit earlier today, it's like, yo, let's get this divorce over with. <laughs> it is Jordan Love, though. Do you like him? I do. I, and, you know, I think Jordan has has the skill sets that we look for in a quarterback when you think about prototypical size. You know, the guy is around 6'3 or so, has big hands, athletic, can rip the football. And all those things are traits that, you know, really translates to being a franchise type quarterback. We don't know if he's going to be that yet. I'm a slow, you know, I'm a, you know, slow down a little bit and saying he's going to be a franchise guy, but I think the qualities are there. I love what I saw last year from him, but also I just love what I'm hearing from the guys in that locker room when they talk about Jordan Love. They have been saying, hey, we think he's ready. You know, when he gets his opportunity, we're going to be behind him. We think he's going to flourish. All those things are, are what's being said in the locker room. So that's good for Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what LT brought up there. I think I, I'm old enough to remember the same scenario when Brett Favre was on his way out. And they talked about Aaron Rodgers and the guys in the locker room like, let's just see what the young kid can do. And I'm not saying Jordan Love's going to turn into Aaron Rodgers, but you want to have that positive feeling from the locker room before you insert a young guy like Jordan. I believe that he has that now. Yeah, 10 career starts or, yeah, 10 career starts for Jordan Love. And keep in mind, entering his fourth season, that's exactly when Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre. I want to thank all of today's contributors, Mike Yam, LaDainian Tomlinson, and David Carr. Now, tomorrow, Mike McCarthy in Indianapolis, he takes the mic and will very likely answer questions about Dak, about his coaching staff, about calling plays, and certainly about the backfield, the uncertainty in that Cowboys backfield with the returning but injured Tony Pollard and the, well, is he returning, Ezekiel Elliott? That's tomorrow. So is John Harbaugh taking the mic and certainly fielding question after question about the future of one Lamar Jackson. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody. 
and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.